I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to the Wild Magic School Bus. My name is Calvin, but I go by many names here on the podcast. You may know me as Dimitri the Ringmaster, or as a slightly crazy moon sister, or as disgruntled innkeeper number three. You get the idea. This Dungeons & Dragons podcast may contain fantasy violence, language, and adult themes. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Now, take it away, pothole. <laughs> uh, pothole. Wow, Matt, in, in times where things get stressful, there's one thing I always remember to say. Cold Hello, up. everybody, and welcome to the Wabay School Bus, the most unprofessional <laughs> D&D podcast you will ever hear. I, of course, am your TM, Calvin Piper, and this uh, congregation of creatives uh, plays D&D with me, so go ahead and introduce yourselves, people. Oh, I was shocked. Matt, do you want a baking transition. powder poultice? I think that's what... Were you about to recommend? I was, yeah, I was about to ask if you wanted baking soda and, like... I'm, it draws the I'm crap out. Now. I would like to play that dangerous game of uh, if uh, I can stay awake versus Benadryl. Ooh. <laughs> and we'll see what happens. Okay. I, I'll also get you some baking soda. Uh, my name's Michelle, and I play Kenneth Quinn. Uh, I was once stung by a bee that flew out of a Happy Meal box as a child. Hey, wow, I'm, that's a cool toy. Hey, I'm Preston. And that's 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 pretty fucking funny. Uh, oh damn, who do I play? I play Lucius Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a Asimar warlock who's happy to be here. Just like Preston, I'm so enthusiastic. I'm so I'm so happy. Uh, yeah, I killed a wasp yesterday. It was pretty badass. I just like like just snapped it out the air, but like Ooh. with like two shoes. So it was like like. <laughs> I was so ready to call BS. Yeah, now you, said, you pointed with your fingies and said, "I just snatched it out of the air." And said, okay, <laughs> all right, no, Miyagi, not, calm down. I did, I did that with the fly, though. Okay, that, okay. That's well, right. that's even less believable. <laughs> yeah, no, I believe you because you're my friend. Uh, I'm Will, and I play Glyph, the lizard folk artificer. And I once uh, collapsed a yellow jacket nest with my foot and a sandal, not knowing that it was that until I went back and put my foot in to grab my sandal out because who bends over? Uh, and as I did that, the yellow jackets came swarming out. I got stung 11 times and my black lab boxer got stung. I don't know how many times, but his black coat was yellow. It was incredible. 
air it so bad. Was that Mojo? Yeah. No. Mojo's being so, so the screen door like could just be pushed open at that time. So he saw me doing the dance in the front yard, <laughs> and he kicked the door open to like save me and put his sweet little snout right in that yellow jacket nest. And as I'm freaking out, I look and all up and down his coat is just yellow. It's like, and I was like, you're on your own. So that pollen and shit? <laughs> no, the uh, yellow jackets were all over him. Oh, damn. He had oh, a jacket. I thought he was wearing the bees. One of us could have been. Okay. It was a rough oh, go. A literal yellow jacket. You guys are badass. Good job. Thanks, Steve. Well, I have a question. What Hello? did you think? That nest of yellow jackets was before you stomped on. No, no, no. So, so, so. Uh, I just thought that I'd like. You know, sometimes you find there are holes in your yard. I just thought there was nothing flying out, so I just thought it was a hole in my yard. So when my foot collapsed into it, nothing came out because my foot, my uh, sandal covered the hole. Okay. No, I wasn't like yellow jackets. I'm not a wuss. I was picturing like a wasp nest, and you're like, no, 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 <laughs> what's, no. It was, what's this piece of cardboard? It was a <laughs> hole in the ground okay. and uh, yeah. very wet. Cardboard. Wow, it was rough go. Okay. Hey everybody, this is Drew. I play Zeph, the gem dragonborn druid, third level, because of stuff nice. that happened. And when I was about six years old, I um, went to go get my favorite snack, which was a box of raisins. <laughs> Mike, I thought you were gonna say you got attacked by a saber tooth tiger. And I, oh, wow! <laughs> and I opened said box and reached in to grab a handful of raisins and maggots, and that was oh. the last time I ate a box of grapes, or not grapes, raisins, until about a week and a half ago. So That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. I'm glad yeah. you ever came. I, I have some, but I do look. No, every single freaking raisin I look, like, I'm like, okay, Dude, that's good. It's I good protein. Good, yeah. It always took so, you three decades to overcome your trauma. That's awesome. So no, no wasp-related story? It's a bug, dude. I mean, I, I, we were just going wasp. I was sensing a theme. I figure I'm as waspy as I need to be. You know what I'm okay. saying? Wait, I'm in a yellow jacket. Close enough. She went B. Close enough. Okay, so you have to get stung by something. He's gonna say like. I got stabbed he's by gonna a crackhead. Like he's gonna say like a scorpion or something. Yeah. Like that. No, like that's like metal. Five. Uh, <laughs> the Rock when he turned into Scorpion King and anthropomorphized. Yeah, I fought him and he stung me in the leg. Okay, like my, the problem is like I've led such a rich and varied life that any got getting stings stung stung getting stung story I stung. have stung is gonna out. sound like I'm just like flexing and I don't want to be that guy. Fair point. Fair point. Drew is nothing but humble. Maggie raisins it is. I am Maddie B, uh, and I play the dwarven paladin Thulgren, um, and I was stung by a bee today that apparently had a very uh, high stealth bonus because I did not see it in my shirt. That's a sneak attack. It is a wasp. That was clarifying. It was a wasp, and they are way more dexterous. Bees are just y'all. They can sting you one time and then they die, right? They lose their stingers. Yes, no, wasps? Bees are like furry marbles that sometimes run into you. That's right. <laughs> They're much more uh, gentle giants yeah. than we I was glad that for. it only did once and didn't decide to like sting me and continue to crawl up my shirt. Yeah, um, it would have been terrible. Wasps enjoy game, game violence. I've heard a bee say, excuse me, three times a month. And all I did was get in my car. My, uh, my car. It wasn't his car, it was my car. So sting me. Well, you, you, you may never just, do that again, Will. What happened was you you interrupted the carjacking. Dirty Mike and the boys oh. took over my car. Dirty Mike <laughs> and the boys. Awesome. All, good thing. Awesome. This is Jones was there. To see uh, I'm Will. I play Aramur, the Leonin blood hunter. Uh, I've never been stung ever before, uh, but I used to throw rocks at hornets' nests whenever I was younger. 
Never punished. Nope. <laughs> wow. There is no uh, justice week, in this world. There is none. <laughs> as soon as we get here next week, I'm going to have a mason jar with a lid, and I'm just going to... Maddie B is one of the kindest, most gentle people in the world, and he gets stung by a wasp. Yeah. And then this What are you saying about me? <laughs> the most murderous DM to ever have DM'd. True. What's your body count? This all makes sense. There were no consequences. <laughs> Uh, two. Don't play dumb. <laughs> Cheeky bastard. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm sorry, my dice crit. Uh huh. But like that screen. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, you I only you only crit when there's no one to hold Calvin you down. freaking watch. <laughs> yeah, I did. We have another match. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Other Matt. I played TBD, the Gem Dragonborn Fighter 3. Um, and I've been stung by different things before, but actually just a couple days ago, during one of our softball games, there were a trio of assassin bugs that mm -hmm. tried to attack and kill yeah. us. Mm -hmm. Assassin bugs? Assassin bugs. Yeah. They're, they're, they're real. Look them up. Yeah. They're, they're terrible. terrible. They're terrible. Uh, Can we fight those? They were, they were literally sure. all over, all over the. Um, Wait, those are what yeah. those are. One of them was so trying to come to us, but we killed it. Another nice. one actually attacked me and our coach. Nice. But attacked our cleats. So that oh, jeez. So we killed that. And then one we captured and named Shakira for some reason. So not great assassins. It became our mascot. It's true. Uh, Shakira's actually in hot water right now. We should probably oh. rename it. She's facing wow. like eight years in prison in Spain for tax, tax evasion. Fraud. That might relate to why we... I don't know. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know why Pay your taxes, guys. That's what you're saying is her hips... Man. Did lie. No, her hips don't lie, but her accountant does. Yes. Hips don't lie, but your accountant does. As you all know, I don't trust anything that comes down in the uh, Spanish court system, so you know how I feel about that. <laughs> you, the Spanish Inquisition wasn't harmful to anyone. What are you talking about? I'm well known for my hatred of Spanish yeah, they, justice. I'm doing air quotes, listeners. They like poison you and stuff. It's pretty good. I'm With that in mind, let's I'm start genuinely the confused. Okay, let's go ahead and channel here. that energy into uh, episode 35, 35. <clears throat> of the God Scar Chronicles. That's good at times. Oh my god, Drew. So the last time we were here, our band of adventurers had recently had a bit of a run-in with a part of their party, a draconian named Balefire. After discovering an ancient laboratory that used to house Glyph and Zeph and Balefire, uh, they discovered a lot of mysteries, a lot of answers, uh, but mainly a choice when it came to the lives of two of the individuals, uh, Zeph and Tabidi. Uh, they chose to resurrect them in former draconian bodies, which didn't set quite well with Balefire. So, an altercation was had, a scuffle, an escape through a drainage system out of the laboratories. Down, down, down a dark tunnel into a pit full of refuse and corpses and other 
strange machinations. This led to a dark walk through the underground, attempting to escape any pursuit the Balefire might ensue, and quickly led to an altercation with three very strange, very scary, very odd yet familiar looking creatures. Two of them were quickly felled while the third disappeared into the darkness, hopefully to never return. And that is where we find ourselves tonight with the party united in difference, breathing heavy from the recent battle, the sound of the creature scuttling off into the distance, fading into quiet again, and the sound of stifled air fills the space. Yes, Lucius. So like, Gerard. Yeah, Gerard. Yes. Yeah, Gerard exists for a fucking hour. (laughs) Gerard is standing quietly, uh, almost imperceptible, save the displacement of light flickering from uh, Kenneth's torch uh, Uh, as it illuminates the space. I stop where it should. He stops where it should. Yeah. You make the. I make the sound. How about the week that I'm gone, we decide to do combat for the whole night? That's real. Mm-hmm. That's, That's what you get. I'm glad for you guys. Oh, you missed up. out on that? Yeah. Yep. It was only oh. most of the night. Oh, okay, right. I wasn't the whole night. Okay. Majority of it. It was the whole night. You know. <laughs> can't wait yeah, to be we here for did the have to episode. roll initiative first. Mm-hmm. That, sounds so. re- that sounds really boring. Right. Down really the shithole, right? Keep on going down the Title of the episode? Yeah. Down the shit. I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm fine. The plan was that we were gonna continue down there and then we got attacked. Then we got attacked. So there's less threats because we just killed two of the three. We could chase them and try to combat again. After the beast! You wanna go after it? I mean, I'm alright with it. Okay. I think we probably should, honestly. You wanna hunt it down and kill it? Yeah. I didn't expect this. Alright, let's do it. uh, I didn't get to hurt it. Not to be the voice of reason or anything, but. fuck it up. Uh, Sorry. We're kind of going through like some catacombs that none of us know how to get through. Get it's like catacombs. Should we should we run recklessly, or should we kind of try to plot a course as we go through so we don't you know retrace the steps? This and is and this is a poop go. cave, right? It's not much of a course, like it's a poop is it cave. that way or behind us. Oh, there's no like left turns, right turns. Not no right junctions. now. That this way is... or behind us. We just keep on going. Right. Oh, so at this so point, right. it's mostly uh, straight. Uh, forward, kind of curving up to the right, I believe, as I described it, with a straight, with a drop off to one side, kind of shearing off into darkness. Hard to tell what uh, is I, below there. I, I they ran that direction. Right? Down there, off into the darkness. You don't know what direction. Down there is the most navigable. That's the worst. Um, but yeah. And there's like a hole that we could. It was like, wasn't there a hole that we could? It was like small. That we had to like crash. Uh, so further up the tunnel narrows. There's a large shelf yeah. of rock that uh, condenses the pathway from anywhere from you know ten to twelve feet down to about three or four feet. So you'll have to hunch over to get uh, to begin to crawl uh, if you go that direction. Um, but yeah, you're still in the battlefield area. The two corpses are the one corpse, the uh, amorphous blob is uh, in the middle of the the area, pretty much kind of just kind of melting into a puddle. Uh, the the heads and skulls that were inside it beginning to clatter and just kind of rest on the ground. Um, the other creature, uh, basically cut to ribbons at this point. It's large, rusted wings, kind of twisted and broken as it lays uh, dead on the floor as well. Hmm. Can I 
just make an investigation check on the corpses to see if I can get Certainly cool can. from it? Certainly can. Just like a can quick... I... Yeah, absolutely, if you want to. Uh, 14. 14? Do you you want to go ahead and roll? Sure, yeah. yeah uh, can I make like a medicine check? More like absolutely can. For, like, absolutely can. Parts. Harvesting stuff? Yeah. No, they're investigating both, I'm great both, at medicine, of, both of the corpses. Yeah, I'm just looking at, yeah, I'm looking at the corpses. 17. 17. Uh, with a 14, you can see, the first thing you notice is that uh, they are very, very quickly, they are strikingly similar in physique uh, to uh, the draconians. Uh Covered in scales. Well, the first one, the one with the large wings. Uh, it's tall, probably eight and a half feet, with very long and slender arms that uh, end in uh, probably about six-inch claws that kind of, or six-inch fingers that kind of stretch out with claws attached to it. Um, it has kind of a grayish skin, but you assume that's probably from uh, with your medicine check. It's probably from lack of light, uh, but the skin is covered in a scale. Um, and its head, while horns uh, curl off of it and into the back of its head, uh, is very uh, lizard-like in its form. Um, same structure as, uh, very similar to the Draconians. Um, large metal wings fused to the back of it uh, into its shoulder blades. Uh, and then again, they, stre- they stretch out almost, uh, almost twice the size of this creature, but they're very bent and kind of retracted in. Um, and now they're greatly damaged due to the uh, attacks that were done to it. So, um, the other creature, as two of you continue, you can see is of kind of a pinkish gray uh, pile of almost looks like putty skin. Uh, and the only reason you can tell it's skin is because there's patches of it or areas of it where there does look to be some sort of like rough skin or scale like patchwork. Um, but you do find in there probably about a dozen, if not more, uh, chunks of like a lower jaw or a head or a set of eyes um, or a mouth of some kind. All of them seeming, again, to be more lizard-like or uh, dragon-like in form or style. Blue just like puts his hand over like the bunt jumble of like stuff and like goes for a jawbone and then looks at his draconia friends and shakes his head no and then uh, you a, you can immediately feel kind of like the sticky warmth emanating from it as your hand uh, hovers near it but oh cool he shakes his head for two reasons then uh-huh. <laughs> fair enough um, can I take note of these creatures to maybe add them to the yeah, absolutely can it would take you a few minutes to do so but pendium? if there's nothing going on you can definitely take <clears throat> yeah, some time to write that down do that. Absolutely. Like, these creatures are definitely anomalies for sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Glyph looks at the first one. He's like, "You mean to tell me it could have been eight and a half feet tall, with metal wings, buddy?" I don't really like to. Fly yeah, I that think much, that comes with some drawbacks. You, you have upper back problems when you got a bit like lean. Yeah. Over, yeah. Weird, painful-looking metal wings. No, like, uh, no. Sans wings. I don't really wouldn't really like them, but mm. I mean, hot dang, eight feet tall. My. I guess my question is, uh, did they did they not have consciousness input into them as you had consciousness? I mean, did you have a brain milled with it once? Don't you have information on that? I'm trying to remember. You did <laughs> attempt to you attempted to reach out with your with psychic mind oh, with to connect with it, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, go ahead. It yeah, it was living for a little bit, but. There was just barbaric creature left, nothing discernible. I couldn't communicate with it. So I shouldn't try to speak to it. Or I'm, listen, I, I'm not trying to disrespect y'all's maker, but like that seems very uh, unwise to leave something 
uh, alive at any capacity. It seemed like he didn't really do the job as far as. I don't think he, I don't think he was a paragon. Gift in that gift in that no, mercy. I, mean, that. I, I don't think we've ever like made any bones that he was a good guy. Objectively, I mean. Well, I think yeah. personally yes, that man. we don't even have enough information about how this creature came to be to make those kind of assumptions. I mean, like, you don't really know your parents. We're talking about parents. magics that, that create life, evidently. Who knows what could have happened? Obviously, he was working on it. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, an, an informed uh, hypothesis would... I mean, given everything that we know about uh, Emerildi from the last uh, few hours worth of exploration is that he did a lot of experimenting and early on he did a lot of the mechanized experimenting and I feel like I mean this fella uh, the 8 foot tall one is clearly like a mechanized experimentation so I feel like it was kind of I mean this is a hypothesis but I think maybe it was like a uh, oh well this one didn't do what I want and you flush it yeah which is kind of fucked up right but like why wouldn't you finish the job of Kill yeah. it or something. Yeah, give it at that. At there's, least that mercy. Yeah, there's something. There's Maybe you something. should talk to it. I could talk to it. You want me to talk to it? Yeah, man, that's kind of like. Yeah, a, but you already tried to talk to it, and all that was left was. Well, that was one of them. I don't. The other ones might have some. Sort but if of... I try to. I look at this pile of, like, a bunch of bodies. I'm scared that if I cast Speak with. If I speak with that, I'm gonna have. My brain. My head's gonna explode. You're gonna hear, like, 20 voices what yelling. What if you just take one of the heads out? I mean, that's fair. to speak I with think which one, which one? Which one speaks to you? Like. Mm. Get it, I'm guys? I'll roll it. I'll yeah, that was funny. Thank you, everybody. Hi, Zephyr. Sense of humor's kind of gone down since you came back. Seven. Listen, I just could be any. I just came back to life like hours ago. Just on the top. Sure. Out of the pot. Yeah, thank you. You know, there might be something that we need to like process through. Like you guys both died, and now you're alive again. Uh, very, have you, do you remember the skull in Lion King that Scar was using to puppet as he was yes. singing a song? Very similar to that. Damn, I'm sorry, man. I say that in character, I guess. <laughs> uh, I go go over to like a rock that's like not in the refuse base or something. Like, yeah, it, yeah, it's a skull that was in that play that you saw, the Leonin royalty. That was the yeah, oh, that was that course, one traveling play you guys did. Leonin royalty. <laughs> I gotta say, you guys are great. Hmm? Uh, <laughs> I love your people. <clears throat> Oh, okay. Yeah. I think they just called it Macbeth. I'm sorry. <laughs> what you ache? <laughs> Remember that? Remember what you ache? Great. Wait for it. <laughs> Drew, Drew's head is in his hands. He feels bad for that one. Drew, actually, that's a that's a good one. That's high rock uh, comedy. That's high rock comedy. I know. I'm gonna go I with. Know, that. I was like, way I'm gonna go too with. That's far. a that's an inspiration for oh, you, my dude. That's you. a good one. I feel better about it now. I was like, man. No, I understood the reference, and if anybody truly loves Lion King, they will also understand yeah. it. So. Yeah. They also under, understand that C-sections apparently stop tyranny. So. Yeah. I mean, uh, Lion King is basically just like a piss poor Star Wars. You mean Star Wars? Oh, we've jumped so far into this. So continuing on. Anyways, uh, I put down the head. Yep. And I say, hi, head. How you doing? And I cast speak with that. Huh? Make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, cool. Whoa. Oh, your brains are going to melt. I told you my bra- I'm going to get brain blasted. What are you, Jimmy Neutral? Yeah. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. You succeed. Uh, you immediately get bombarded with a cacophony of voices like just high, low, deep, wide, just like in your mind uh, from this skull. Uh, do you continue? Uh, yeah, but also like the entire time, Lucius is like. 
don't know. He's like kind of familiar with a sensation, but also not. So okay. it's like a lot for him. Should I be on okay. Smash Duty? Uh, uh, all right. Uh, so I'm, you uh, you attempting to ask the questions? I'm asked the questions. I have okay. a bunch. Band name. Yeah, Smash Duty is a good band name. Jaw Jaw duty D O O D Y. Jaw Jaw. 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 I'm trying to find a number. Yes, I think. Till the spell ends, you can ask up to five. Yeah. Up to five. Yep. Um. I'm having okay. I'm having lots of trouble here. I'm trying. I'm trying. Trying to be creative. Trying to think. That mic's not that sensitive, Holmes. No, no. He's thinking. It's fine. Uh. So. Um. How did you get down here? Make another wisdom saving throw. Uh, 11. 11, not enough. The emotions that bombard your mind are so overwhelming that if it did try to communicate something to you, you did not understand it. Uh, okay. You also take... Zero points. Mm -hmm. I think that sounds fair. Zero points. Zero points sounds like a good amount. I'll tank this for info. Only uh, three points of psychic damage. Hmm. I'm resistant to it because I say so. Okay. It's very Drew. You know, that you. seems. Mm. I'd see no. Well, Drew no, is yeah. my idol. So. Um, mm. oh, I'm, uh, I'm not frightened anymore. Right? No, you are not. The frightened has faded. Yes. Um. What kind of questions do you guys want? Um. How did you get here? Why were you sent that. here? Um. What were you? I know that's a weird. Who were you? Oh, I was gonna say, tell me about yourself. Make another wisdom saving throw. Oh, hell yeah, 18. 18. Uh, you close your eyes as you ask this question, trying to drown out some of the voices that are shouting, screaming, billowing in your head um, until you hear one voice kind of clear through the, the storm uh, for a second. Um, and it goes... We were once beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's all it says. Oh. Before getting lost in the chorus of voices. Uh, you see, like, Lucius's, like, uh, nose is, like, bleeding a little bit. And he's like, okay, so, um, it said we are beautiful, which you guys are in your own way. Um, you... Uh, so they have a Wii complex. So I'm talking to a bunch of things right now. Oh boy. I think, or it is a bunch of things. Maybe, uh, you could ask them how they awakened. I, I mean, know. or you could ask, like, a, a presumptive question of, like, uh, why did he send you down here? What are that of your view? I think that's a safe assumption. Well, I bet. Okay. Or a terrifying reality that I'm not ready to oh. come to grips with. Oh, so you want to see, is there more of them? <laughs> I, I named I named this one the, the Corpse King, so I hope that. I mean, we still have three questions. I mean, I would ask. It's like, a branding issue if there's more than one. <laughs> Is there more of you guys? It's the. Is that what you asked? Yeah, I do. That's one of your uh, questions. Go ahead and make another wisdom oh, saving throw for me. That makes sense, actually. Never mind. You 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 asked me to. Yeah. Eleven. Eleven. Again, the answer comes to you. Uh, you hear a voice begin to speak into your huh? mind. And then it gets lost no, in this horrendous shriek of a sound that just drowns <laughs> it out. Uh, as you take another 
three points of psychic damage. Hey, Eska, <laughs> could you ask them, uh, at risk of great personal uh, distress, um, if they know why they were sent down here? Uh, you see, like, previously there's a small drip of blood. There's, like, lots of blood mm-hmm. gushing down his face. What? <laughs> I, uh, it's kind of loud. Yep. Could you ask them if huh? they know why they were sent down here. I'm gonna go make a perception check to see if I can hear him over the cat. Sure. I'm just gonna see. see. I'm on a high DC. Uh, 17. 17. Uh, so, sorry, what was the other again? Why were they, why why were were they, they sent down here? Yeah, why were they. Uh, make another wisdom saving throw. Okay. Guidance. Can you do that? No. Uh, <laughs> right, like, that's great. Uh, oh, it worked, bro. Uh, 21. 21. Yeah. Uh, you hear the screams uh, still loud, uh, but you can begin to pick words out of it as they come by. You hear sounds like, Thania! Rejection! Loss! Uh, and that's all you get. <laughs> so apparently they just had a really bad work ethic and... Didn't uh, play well with others. Disposed of accordingly. <laughs> uh... Uh, I mean, I think that goes to the theory that they were uh, deemed right. subpar by Emerildi, so he kind of just said, "All right, I'm done All right, with so this." And just, I have like one more. I have one more left. One more. Uh, yep. any, any other suggestions? I mean, I just wanted to confirm a hypothesis, so it's about all I got. All right. Um, hold on. We've got to have one more. We can't throw it away because uh, you know, I mean, if you know, complete. I was going to ask. I was going to ask if there was a way out. Oh, that's a great question. I agree. Is there a way out? Make another wisdom saving throw. Okay. Besides the way we came. Oh, that's bad. Nine. For real. Nine. <laughs> oh boy. You hear of you hear men, you hear a lot of voices. You hear one that says, There is, and then you hear no escape. Oh jeez. As you take four points of psychic damage. That's you know what? It's really fun because during the course of the fight, I didn't not get hit. I was just very lucky. So <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Oh, that's well, this is. What did they say? Mm-hmm. Oh, they said no escape. But I mean, one of them was talking to me about you know a helpful one, um, and then the other one was like no escape, and they don't take turns. They're really bad at communicating. I mean, what? that could have been one of the questions. Is like, why don't you have any menace? But no, it's hindsight. So. Well, so, I can sit down for another hour. I see that we have two main options here. One, we don't believe the very limited creatures here. When, when they say no escape, I mean, maybe yeah, for, for sure. them, it's a blob g- guy and, and an iron-winged guy. Maybe they're not right. Yeah. Or we, we assume they're correct and turn this place into our new home and kingdom. No. 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 Hard no. 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 What are we going to eat, huh? Shit, the apparently. The blob guy. No. Right. Actually, then when the blob guys run out. I, first of all, I can't do that. The, the skitter skitter guy who No. Out, it's no. kind of weird. I actually don't have an appetite. Yeah, me. <laughs> I mean, this is the kind I mean, of I don't really either right now, but. I kind of understand yeah, his weird I think appetite. it's because we're trying to buy poop. <laughs> and people take jobbies down here. Like, big, fat jobbies. I'm not trying to stay down here. Do you say? Stay. Say jobbies? Jobby. What? Rob- means crap. No, but... You take a crap, a jobby. No, I... <laughs> oh, a jobby? Yeah. I didn't hold that line. A jobby? A jobby. Like, like this is the... So a crap. Oh. So yeah. you feel jolly when... Crap! You go when to you the wrist. Good job. It depends on what you've been eating. I'm sorry. A jobby. Right. Okay. That's not wrong. I mean, 
Oh, man, let's, get the, let's get the droppy out of here. Hi, uh, now that I'm aware of your presence again, sorry didn't uh, see that, didn't mean that, um, you, you're really good with, like, oh, no, we're stuck underground, so how do we get above it? Uh, so I feel like this is kind of like your time to shine, you know, kind of take the lead, be a paragon of freedom. They call you the droppy king. I really hope they don't call me the Jobby King. I, the sorry, crap, man. The I, crap king? I think the no, no, thing in here is really fucking with my head. <laughs> oh, I mean, I can make a, I guess, like a investigation or a perception check and see if I can. If you do, I'll give you a see anything. Okay. Let me see your stats. Uh, I mean, I mean if, if you're trying to figure out how to get out of here, it's going to be a survival check survival yeah. or check, nature. Check. Up to you. I'm a survivor. Guidance. Sure. Add a D4. While all of this was happening in the spooky dead thing, uh-huh. can I take like notes and try to see how the wings functioned sure. on the creature? Make a intelligence check. Mine's gonna be eighteen. Eighteen. Nice. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, pretty basic. It's pretty. Uh, Pretty straightforward. Seems that uh, all of these attachments were fused to one uh, socket on the back of the shoulder blades and expanded out to different uh, joints on the wings itself to allow them to uh, retract in and retract out. Uh, there's no covering, like, there's no, like, skin or, like, covering on them, so it's really hard to tell how it flew, if it did, but, again, these are very old, so it's hard to... But you get kind of a general... Take these notes... Church. Give them to Glyph. You might be able to use these on uh, possibly a pothole. Hardly a flying pothole. Yep, uh, actually, that's not a bad idea, and I'd like to like see his notes. Like, these are really good. Uh, I'm just gonna, if we're here a minute, I'm gonna take a minute too, and I'll mm-hmm. do my own. Go ahead and do your. Is that an investigation check? Uh, I would say that's gonna be a. It's lower than his. I That's going to be a straight intelligence check with your proficiency because you are a tinkerer. Ooh, so. well, that's going to be a little bit higher. advantage because of the notes I gave? Uh, sure, with the, yeah, with the notes you gave. You can definitely Take have that. that bank. <laughs> okay, well, hey, let me add all this up. Uh, same as him, 15. 15, not, yeah. still not bad. Hi, Mike, you actually took pretty good notes. I'm yeah, with, with, not, your, not surprised, with your knowledge of mechanical workings, you actually can suss out a few more uh, intricacies of it. Uh, it. It definitely had some sort of a covering at some point to allow lift, uh, but whatever that was, hard to tell at this point. So. Yeah, that's tough. So it's more of a framework, it's not like bladed wings? Uh, yes and no, strangely. They are bladed, and it does seem that there's more than just like a simple framework, uh, but they're too far spaced out to allow any kind of lift that you can see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so something filled in that. Filled in the gas, but what it is, no idea. Hey, Glyph, that reminds me. Yeah, buddy. <clears throat> Do you think you could take a look at uh, me and old Tabidi here at our new, our new digs, as it were? And uh, maybe figure out from the glyphs what we might be capable of now. Yeah, I'll tell you what, uh, let's get out of here. Let's make it out of here alive, and then we'll take some time. Uh, I'll really uh, study you guys, not in a weird way, but in an inquisitive way. And we'll, you know, uh, see if you can cast like a fireball out of your cloaca or something. <laughs> I have never heard of that before. Yeah, what does that mean? A fireball? No, I know what a cloaca That's is. That's a shoot. A well, your shoot. You might, well, so, so go ahead and check it out. I've, been, get a I've, been, I've been thinking yourself. about this for the past couple hours while we were fighting and trying, like, almost dying. Did he skip puberty? Did TBD skip puberty? I mean, he was kind of in the middle of it. Yeah, but, like, did he, he skip to the end canonically, of Canonically, you were, what, like, 11? 
was like 12 or 13. So you just I mean, cuss. He probably had a Craig mustache. Both <laughs> the other two draconians skipped puberty, too. That's not really a draconian thing. No, I'm just saying that they're like in a full grown body now. All no. I'm saying yes. is maybe not all of you is the same as it was. You, when you get a moment, you check out your own downstairs mix up and we'll find ask you, your dad. We'll find you a mirror to stand out of. Yeah. It's just like the movie oh, Big and you just wake up in the morning one day and you're an old man. Yeah. <laughs> Find you a weird. I'm not. Nope. <laughs> nope. Your own nope. Moving on. No, it's really important. It's really important. With a, an lot of, a lot of draconians don't do this, but it's important that you really understand an, what it's like down there. With an 18 survival check, Fulgrin, <laughs> you. Well, real quick. Yes. Because I am a Delver and I deal with this stuff. Yeah. Like, like, like it, any sort of like. <laughs> Advantage at all, like maybe being able to like. Good argument, sure. Feel for like. Good argument. Make another. Go ahead. Yeah. Good. Good argument. Make another check. Ooh. Nice. Way to haggle. I left you. Plus the guidance. Twenty-two plus the guidance. Twenty-five. Oh, Seven twenty-three all together. Twenty-three. Yeah, um, you well, can guys. tell that uh, first and foremost, there is no moving air down here, uh, which means that nothing around here gives you immediate access to the outside or to larger spaces. Um, based on your knowledge of the underground workings of the world, you would assume that the best way to find an escape is to just continue in a direction because here there is nothing and unless you plan on digging up for a while you're not going to find much so your best chance is to move forward and hope to find a natural exit of some kind or some other way uh, to get yourself up but here definitely down here there's only one option either move forward or try to backtrack I think we go forward, right? Everything that I can find down here just says we've got one or two options: move, uh, move forward, or go backwards. Where we came. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with either. Even if we beat Bellfire, that's loaded. Yeah, I don't really that's think loaded. that backwards is a, an option for us. I feel like we know it's backwards, and we're probably just gonna die. I agree. I think we go forward, especially mm-hmm. how we are right now. I'm hurt. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, he was hurt a few times. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty crazy. And we're weak little babies who don't know how to use our new bodies. We know. They are scared of us right now, though, so I think we do have the advantage of moving Get, forward. Oh, guys! Um, I, I think thought, that's. I read this in a book once. Uh, take one of their heads or something and parade it around on a stick. I don't think one of them really had a head. It had like multiple, well, I had multiple heads, and it was like goopy. <laughs> True. We do have this little guy here. Gross. Do you want to it was be head the can I take? One? Can I take the skull? The one that you used? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm just going to open up the coffin and just throw the skull in there. Absolutely. He has a new friend now. I've done with his friend. He's got 75 (laughs) voices talking. Yeah, well, I actually have voices in my head all the time. So, like, maybe, like, Lord Fair, I can, like, teach them, like, the principles of, like, harmony and music and then have the most beautiful choir. It's like a kindergarten class. He actually doesn't like music. Okay. Well, never mind. He's kind of a bummer at parties. Sounds like... (laughs) Yes. Lord Farrow was an elementary magic teacher at some point and goes, now, is this the way to talk out of turn? <laughs> Next time you open the coffin, it sounds like the Black Dahlia murder. Well, you really mellowed out around me, so. Mm. Um, okay, so moving forward. Yes, we're going to get an arrow. Yeah, moving forward, you guys uh, head, and you can see that the world around you does begin to uh, 
cramp in size as you have to begin to duck. Uh, some of you hunch, some of you. Uh, How's the lighting low? in here? We still have. Torches. It is pitch black uh, unless you have your lighting have apparatuses. Okay. So yes, yeah. keep, yeah. keep your torches, keep your lights, whatever you want to do. Um, you begin to move forward. For about 15 to 20 minutes, it stays this way, kind of the cold, damp stone beginning to drip around you. You begin to see small uh, pools uh, of gathered uh, water, and you can even see as the light glances off them, you can see tiny little creatures, some stark white, some very, very dark, like skitter off into the waters uh, around you. Nothing crazy, but, you know, small cave creatures of uh, various kinds. Uh, You continue this way for uh, about 20 minutes until it gets even lower now, about a foot and a half. And this is where it begins to get tricky because some of you with your larger packs and your uh, bulky armors uh, find areas where you do have to kind of give yourself a little bit of an oomph to get through it uh, as the world around you has closed in quite a bit uh, and you still no sign of any change yet. How Uh, high is the ceiling above us? A a foot and a half. Um, Can it be thunk? Like... Anything could be thunked. Any, I mean, if you want to. I would like to thunk up above us to okay. see. Does it sound? Does it sound super dense? Does it sound hollow? Is there a sharp sound or a dull sound? Or? Have you ever struck stone before? Yes. That's what it sounds like. All right, it's solid. For the yeah. But you know, like how you like you know like taps try to. Find sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. there is nothing hollow about the right. stone walls that are sure. now all around but you. I'm thinking beyond. Um, Easy there. Don't knock down the stalactites. Well, um, but scooting your way along, because they stalag might fall. Uh, we're leaving you behind. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. We're going to give him inspiration. Uh, if not for they his, they might stalag might fall. <laughs> <laughs> now I give the inspiration. Just kidding. I still have it from the last time. I don't even need it. Yeah, a glyph is nervous. Like I don't know, but I'm feeling uh, kind of stalag tight right now. There it is. And, yeah, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. It, um, yeah. Uh, so I just like shout up to Kenneth. Like maybe. Uh, sorry. Like it's kind of like quiet because it's like, hey, uh, maybe you don't try to collapse our only way of moving forward. Uh, some of us might be developing a bit of claustrophobia. Newfound. I'll try to keep that in mind. However, I don't think it was going to collapse. I still don't think it will. Yeah. Seems pretty solid. Did you say colostrumphobia? You hear blue blue. I don't want to hear your shit. I know you live in here and it's not bad for you. Because you got a rebreather, a respirator, a goop tube, a fish. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what? I really appreciate you guys. You guys make traveling so much more fun. Continuing down this path for about an hour, the sweat beginning to pour off your bodies despite the fact that it is nothing but cold stone all around you. The heat of torches as they have to be scooted forward before you shift your weight. No, you gotta put it in being, your mouth. Before being scooted forward again uh, begins to. Hey, Kenneth. Hmm? Are we there yet? <laughs> begins to leave. Uh, begins to smoke and sputter as they come in contact with water, causing uh, smoke to begin to build up in this tight area, making the limited oxygen, limited oxygen even harder to breathe. Uh, you continue on this way for what seems like an eternity until... Who's in the front? Uh, it sounded like Kenneth was. I think, I think it's yeah, until Fulgren, you find oh, great. an opening. Force. What? You find the opening. 
the tunnel opens up. You, uh, about five feet in front of you, the tunnel opens up into a wide cavernous uh, opening. Uh, very dark from where you can see now. Your light only giving you limited sight. Uh, but you can see it goes out and beyond your vision. Uh, but scooting forward the remaining feet, you can see there's a small ledge uh, just on the other side of this <clears throat> now slight fissure in the wall of this cavern. Uh, but pulling yourself out, you can one by one begin to settle on this small platform. You can see stretching out in front of you is a field of stalagmites and stalactites, columns of stone stretching out almost like a city in front of you, as far as your eyes can see, even with your dark vision. Uh, towering uh, stone that reaches up to the ceiling, connecting in some areas, others hanging dangerously low, their sharp, jagged points threatening to collapse at any point. You can hear the sounds of uh, faint clicks and clacks as stone falls all throughout this place. The echoes reverberating, giving off this strange kind of calming white noise. Um, you hear the sounds of... Kenneth sneezing. Kenneth sneezing and clearing her throat. <laughs> but you hear one more sound. The sound of flying creatures. Small flying oh, creatures. Oh man. Flying through the air up near the ceiling. Thorin, you recognize that these are these are bats which means you're much closer to the surface than you were before. Wait, wait. And bats have to get out of caves, which means there's an opening somewhere. All right, lads. We've got bats down here. This doesn't look great to walk forward through. A little bit, everything seems to be a little bit unstable. However, if we can actually take a moment to think of a way to get the bats to kind of to jar them, I guess. They're going to probably try to escape the cave and we might be able to see mm-hmm. where they go. Like up. How far up can you see? I can see up 120 feet. Up 120. Easy enough. Uh, close to 90 feet above you, you can see the ceiling. Uh, 90 to 100 feet above you, you can see the ceiling. And you can see uh, every once in a while a small black shape flies past, uh, circling us to, like, uh, tight before disappearing off into the, the cavern itself. Yeah, I really wish I could talk to animals. Hey, bat? No, not gonna work. When, when can you show us the way out? The thing it. is, is if we can get the bats to wake up and kind of jar them. Oh. I mean, they're I probably actually... try, they probably try to fly yeah, outside and we oh. might be able to see I... where they go. The risk is, depending on how we go about doing that, we could shake all this stone loose, and then we've got a big problem on our hands. Hey, if if we could get a hold of a bat uh, gently, uh, per Thulgren's suggestion, I I could try to to kind of like finagle it out of them. I think. I mean, you got a longbow. You could get one down. How would you finagle it? Yeah. What do you mean finagling? I I think I think I could I think I could bond with these. Yeah. I think I could do it. You're really good no, at bonding. Uh, oh, we bonded with bats at one time. We ate like 75 of them. <laughs> Shake the rocks. I like felt like I was half bat after I that because I can. So he can fly. I can roar. Well, if we, I if mean, I could just grab one, I, one I could just try to just, talk just to it. Like like I feel like we should but probably same. try that. To, I mean, we can. You can do the roar at some point, but let's maybe try something that's a little <laughs> less abrasive <laughs> first. <laughs> So, I would look for a at this point... Oh, uh, oh, I got it. Hey, uh, New Zeph, uh, you know, it just took like a, a piercing glance at uh, one of your little things. It kind of looks like uh, a paw print. What do you think that is? 
What? One of your little glyphs on your arm. You've got like a little little paw print. I have no idea. Um, at this point, <laughs> uh, Zeph <laughs> is like thinking about what she's saying about like bonding with animals and everything like that. And he kind of is looking for a nearby bat because he wants to try to talk to it using psionic mind. Sure. And when he does it, he's like, there's something there, but he just, he's not really quite getting anything. It's not like the animal minds aren't like the humanoid minds sure, that sure. he's been trying to talk with, but all of a sudden he starts thinking he can hear a voice and he somehow has the ability to speak with animals? Um, as you concentrate <laughs> stretching out with your sci- uh, your psionic mind, the the glyphs on your body flash to the crystalline form, kind of shimmering in the darkness here. Oh, that and, whole print. Uh, and as as the glyphs begin to fade away, all of a sudden you feel the, the psionic mind reaching out in a form that you don't quite comprehend, but you immediately connect with the creature uh, in the air. Um, yeah, you cast Speak with Animals. All right. What? Can you hear me? Uh, as everyone else is as everyone else is sitting there, you can see. Uh, I actually, I'll let you. Know. Do you do you speak the animal speech or do like in Wild Thornberries or do you just talk and have the bat communicate back to you? Not that smashing. Or do I what? Do you just speak common and the bat responds? I think I uh, I like the audible one. Okay, because it is technically it's verbally it is verbally So I like the idea that he's like he's trying to do this psionic mind, and it's like there's something there, but it, so he starts kind of mouthing, "Hey bat, hey bat, hey bat," and all of a sudden you, uh, a few of you hear the sound of like as it's circling above, but Zeph, you hear. Yo, what's up? Dang it. Hell yeah. Could have gone with the rest, but oh, it was bad. Well, um, what's up? Uh, hi. <laughs> I'm, I'm Zeph. Uh, nice to meet name? you. Oh, my name? Yeah. Uh, Frody. Frody. Frody, yeah. All right. Um, hey, uh, I hate to cut to the chase, but like, this is kind of important. We're lost down here. Oh, no, I sound good. No, we li- normally live on the... The up top part there. Oh, up in, up in the air. Yeah. The open air. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we've been there. Great Could you show us a way out? You you need to get out? Yeah, we want... Of course, yeah. Out. Yeah, easy enough, easy enough. Great. Uh, hold on, hold on. Give me a second. I gotta try to find you. Um, look over here. Look over here. And you guys just hear the bat get lower and lower, and then all of a sudden, it lands on Zeph's chest and kind of like clings onto his uh, chest there. Uh-huh. Um, oh. <laughs> before looking up, and he goes, all right, uh... Look to uh, look 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 up to the corner. There. Do you, you look over there. Uh, go and make a perception check for me. All right. Ha- have him blind. lead us in the land safe way, ground safe. We're great at climbing. Uh, Twenty three. Twenty three. Uh, you uh, you look over and you can see the bat is kind of pointing off to the side of the wall, uh, and you can see the small kind of uh, dais that you all are standing on continues along the wall in more of like a sheer cliff that seems to be sort of some sort of a footpath. He goes, if you go 
that way you'll be able to walk uh, to the other side of the cavern and be able to climb, short wall climb, and uh, you, you get up and over and, and you get out. Uh, I assume you can't fly, so, you know. Well, uh, they can't. <laughs> oh, what a bunch of losers. Yeah. But... Can you imagine not being able to fly? <laughs> oh my. I mean... No, I, I guess they could. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine this bat's just kind of like looking at them. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous, I know. Uh, hey, you, you fruity, I'm guessing you eat fruit? No, straight meat. Just straight up any any kind of meat. Oh, nice. Um, hey, guys, anyone got like a little piece of meat? Oh, I'm sorry. He told me the way out. I can evidently talk to him. Oh, thank you, Bat. Thank you. They're all saying thank you. Oh, yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. Can I talk to you? No. (laughs) Um, He's just very courteous. What? Try. Uh, TBD tries to use his psionic mind to talk to the creature. Uh, Make an animal handling check. Get the fuck out of my mind. (laughs) I understand. <laughs> Turns hostile. Yeah. <laughs> Starts ripping chunks uh, of the red. Six. Six. Uh, you begin to like stare at this bat for a while, and you see the bat looks at you and looks back at you, Zeph, and he goes, I mean, he's a sweet kid, but he, I, I can't understand what he's saying. Sweet, sweet. It's like static in my yeah. head. Yeah, it's, it's so, pretty. <laughs> real quick, Glyph sees Zeph talking to the bat and sees what he thinks to be talking to the bat. Oh, I guess it's like a lizard thing. Hey, uh, squeak it, squeak, squeak it, it uh, squeak, you know. <laughs> I'm, roll, I'm rolling for that. Yeah. <laughs> Go and make an animal handling check. That might be good. Uh, 19. 19? <laughs> okay, he put a bunch of words together to try to string a sentence. Not quite sure what he was saying, but he, he said a few words. He's, he's got a heart. I'm gonna he look plays over a quick it, stuff. It, it started with, yeah. mm, bitch. What, what's this? <laughs> Lucius goes over what? and he's like, oh, you're so cute, and like breaks off a piece of tack from like rations mm-hmm. and just like tries to feed him like... Bread. Bread, yeah. He looks at it. Like, put it uh, in make a, make an animal handling. Hand You're check. introducing carbs to this species? Oh my gosh. Oh, hell yeah, wait. <laughs> I'm gonna look at Aramur. I, I ain't wasting this bed. I'm not used to rolling decent. This is the first incidence of hive collapse uh, in all of D&D. It takes it. <gasps> he took it! What Thank you, you sir. I was a last ditch effort, but we it, got first uh, ditches. You know, a little tacky, but not bad. Yeah, it's not like me. Well, uh, here, I just, like... Uh, you don't have any food. So you have first. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got a little bit of jerky. There you go. Uh, can you chomp on that? Well, you certainly try. <laughs> if it doesn't work, put it in oh, some water for a while. Let it rehydrate. Uh, some water down at the bottom. Yeah. We can then, yeah. Oh, no, probably, shouldn't, water probably shouldn't go down at the bottom. I'll, I'll find a new spot, though. Wait, what's in the water down at the bottom? Oh, there's some things down there that... Uh, it's not not pretty. Uh, some things down there. Many they, they were they were there many years ago, and uh, every once in a while something happens to them, and they like they come alive for a moment, and then they try to they try to do a thing with the the strange kind of weird magics down there, and it's it's pretty pretty scary. So yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you know? would a band of adventurers might want to find anything down? There? I mean, I'm just a freaking bat. I don't know much yeah. about the outside world other than you know you eat, you sleep, you you recruit you you. Reproduce, you die. That's pretty much. It's pretty much how we do it. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. But uh, how close would you say someone would have to get to kind of scope things out without being eaten by whatever's down there? Oh, it doesn't eat. Or, or okay, it doesn't. It's weird. It just every once in a while, it just comes alive. 
and then it starts talking. I don't, I don't know what he's saying, but it starts talking about something. And then there's like these loud kind of talking, bangs and booms. Talking in like people voices. Yeah, like normal people voices. And um, then bangs and booms. Yeah, like something like they're trying to break something and then nothing. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, thank you very much. You're very welcome. All of your help. Yeah. Um, Fruity, he's been wonderful. Getting to know you. Same, same here. I'm glad you could be the bat that I first learned I could talk to bats. Well, I'm much, much obliged. You know, I don't, I don't say this very often, but you seem to have a knack with the, with the creature life. So don't, mm. uh, don't, don't shirk that. There's All right, no, a lot of good, I, a lot of good creatures out there. I kind of feel like this is something I'm into now. You lean into it, man. Yeah, just go for I it. I think I will. Well, if we uh, come back, I'll holler at you. You know my name. Yeah, that's right. And uh, the bat, he, was, he watches the bat, lets go and flaps for a couple seconds, but because it was upside down, it kind of like, <laughs> and lands on the ground before flop back over. I'm good! I'm good! Flops away and begins to oh dart off into the darkness. Okay, so that's the way out. We just climb, well, I can't see very far, but that ledge evidently continues, turns into a footpath, and then we can get out Oh, that sweet! But, but, down there, there okay. is like water... All right. And then there's water. Some kind, something that every once in a while does some magic, and then starts talking in people voices. And then there's some bangs. Okay. So sounds like we I'm, found Emerald. So I'm curious as hell. <laughs> you right? said it. But but it wakes up every once, and it does creepy stuff. But also like, is that our problem? I mean like I mean like it doesn't have to be. It like, might I'm be super down to go a down, solution. Like, but our solution's getting out. I was being completely facetious. I, I am ready to leave. 
Oh. Do you guys want to go out and then sleep and then come back in? Don't make me reveal all of my new tricks in one episode. Are you threatening me? <laughs> no, that was out of character. I'm sorry, that was okay. in character, but off the record. Strike it. Strike it. It's stricken. Stricketh. Strooped. Stroked. <laughs> Are we leaving? Stranked. It has been strudled from the record. Moving forward. Strong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you guys so, want to go somewhere else? Or do you guys want to go what down What do you guys want to do? Well, I mean, as enticing of an adventure as a creepy water creature sounds. I have no spells. I'm fucking yeah. tired. I'm pretty I'm sure already, we're all kind of hammer dog shit right now. Okay, we go, we go out there. We go out, and then we sleep, and then we think about going back in for an adventure. That's a good idea. And we get some- I mean, we'll know how to get back in here, right? We have to do something cool without uh, Oiana. Do we, so have- we have something to tell- talk to them about when they come back. Do we have something more pressing than coming back to an underwater pool creature? No. There's politics, but I don't give a shit about that. I mean, there's also like a murderous, you know, a... Uh, Lizard folk running around, Dragonborn, uh, you know. That's not in here right now. Yeah, no, but I'm saying, like, it, it should probably be on us to kind of, like, uh, I don't know, stop him? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll He's probably like, waiting for us to come back. Yeah, well, obviously not from the, the cave out, like, exit. No, 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 the other way. I think, I'm just saying I think, he's not probably I mean, that's his whole, on the I think loose. he's going to stay there. I don't think he's, I don't think he has any ambition for conquest, really. I mean, you think, do you think that... Huh? A lunatic... Balefire. He's just gonna stay by himself. He seemed a little bit less crazy when he was trying to kill us. He seemed very focused. I have a feeling he's going to be trying to do something with the uh, eggs. Like, a new a new draconian ordinance or something. So if if we make it out of here, should we Maybe go? Maybe we stake out Vic Farang. That's what I'm saying. If we make it out of here, should we go back and see if we could? Stop him? He's pretty scary. I don't know. I mean, he is, but I don't know. I mean, we set traps, maybe. I mean, don't we know people? Can we make him someone else's problem? Tabidi and I are going to have to learn a lot more about our new bodies. I was going to say, I would need to train first before we do that. What's a good training thing? Like a side quest in the water. Hmm. I'm just going to go ahead and come out and say it. I'm not on board. I mean, I'll go if, if everyone votes. Go because I care about you guys, but I don't. I'd rather not personally mess with it. I respect that. Let me just, can I just go down and check real quick? No, I think that's the worst idea. I think that's actually. a bad idea. I'm really sorry. I'll be right back. Jeez. And he runs and jumps <laughs> off the cliff. Oh, oh, using his his gem flight. That he okay, just... Drew doesn't want to play a druid. God, dude, you, could, <laughs> you just uh, died. you I you love playing a jump off, and as you do, you guys watch as like this kind of ethereal version of of gem wings appear behind him as he begins to coast down into the darkness. Uh, can you see? <laughs> no, he, he gets like 30 <laughs> feet away and he's like, no, no, no. And it flaps back. Oh, no. Um, as you as you are gliding down and realize that you can't see, uh, this is still within uh, about 10 minutes of this conversation. You hear a sound of, uh, you hear the sound of, turn left. And you see Fruity dives back down. He goes, I got you, buddy. Turn right. And guides Aww. you uh, for the next uh, he, few seconds. Yeah, seconds. Uh, this is one minute. Yeah, yeah it's okay. it's only a few seconds. It's maybe 15, 20 seconds okay. of gliding. Okay. Uh, but you navigate the columns. You don't run into them as you glide down and land. <laughs> uh, as he says, take it. And he flies away. Could I um, try something? 
because we're still sure about what is down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I light a torch? Sure. And then toss it. Mm-hmm. As you it. toss it, Zeph, you land on the bottom. Uh, your feet immediately psh, psh, splash into about ankle deep water. Oh. Um, as you kind of stand down there, your eyes adjusting to the darkness, uh, you hear the sound of flames rapidly burning through the air. <laughs> as you look back and coming. Oh, no shot. Directly down on you yeah. uh, is a torch. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and uh, yeah, yeah, make a dexterity yeah, 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 check yeah, yeah. to either dodge catch. Catch or catch. Sure. catch Higher DC. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got inspiration to burn. Hey. That, this is a very this is this the, super This important. is the inspiration time. Oh! Does it say roll? Okay, three, four total. Four total. Yeah, it smacks you on the head and uh, gives you a little bit of fire damage. Uh, you take uh, two points of fire damage. Lucius, Lucius is like as it burns you. fully capable uh, of seeing in the dark. So you just see it smacks you in the head, burns your shoulder, and then splashes into the ink deep water before <laughs> fizzing out. Hey! How, how deep what did that? I see before that? Uh, 60-ish feet down. All right, that's not, not too bad. Oh, I can see him. Yeah. You have blinds? You have yeah, dark vision? Dark, so dark, 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 yeah, dark. you see him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, wait. Guys. What? Uh. What? Do you need another one? Do we have rope? Uh, yeah, everyone's got rope. I mean, we, we, we like, still have the the the, the special rope. Oh, yeah. It can yeah. be like crank rope. Yeah. Yeah. We the rope of climbing. Like, yeah. Crank it, soldier. Wait, why did we yeah, decide soldier. to go down here right now? Well, I mean, we I thought we just talked about. Oh yeah, down. we didn't decide Zeph, anything. Zeph, Zeph pulled a Zeph. We're getting him. We're getting I, him out. Yeah, I don't. Zeph, Zeph pulled a Zeph. Zeph, let's take a nap before we do this. We're all like you super. Are, oh, I'll have to come back right now. I don't think these. Wings are as good as my old we ones. We have a rope. You can climb with your hands. Presumably. I doubt. Okay, I'll stand here for the work. next 30 seconds while my wings fizzle it. out and then I'll climb back. Nope. <laughs> okay, just, do, just do a look. Can you see anything? With no. your blind sight. It's dark down there, and you have no torch. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you on. Want to I, might be able, I might be able to fix this. Hold on, let me, let me read the description of this spell. Go ahead. Sure. Toss another torch. Sure. Make another dexterity check. <laughs> no, listen to what I'm going to do. Lucius is going to grab a rock and he's going to uh, touch his face, uh-huh. touch the eyeball that lights uh-huh. up, uh-huh. and he's going to cast light on it and then uh-huh. drop it down the hole. Okay. And lost the light. Uh, tumbling down, uh, you, see this, you see this rock <laughs> glowing red, uh, tumbling down. Lands in the water a couple feet from you, uh, but it does illuminate about 30 feet of area around That's you. That's my eyeball. Cool. What do I see? What? Uh, in the immediate area? Yeah. Just water. Oh, thank God. Get out, man. Just get out. Just get out. Um, but the water does have a little bit of, like, a current to A little bit of a wave to it. Like, it's rippling towards you, uh, towards the, the back of the cave. But. Like, like this might be, like, a larger lake that goes on. Um, hard it's to not te- just at the, a puddle at the bottom of a hole. Hard to tell uh, here, but you can see that most of the area here is pretty flat, save for, like, the the... You know, obvious stalagmites that jut up out of the water, but it just seems like there's just a standing water, uh, but there's movement to it, so it could ha- have a source of water further down. Uh, you don't hear any sounds of like running water. But Can I pick up the rock and toss it in that direction? Sure. The waves are coming yeah. down. Cool. You toss it, uh, goes maybe make a strength check for me, just a general, and see how far you can throw it. Jeez. 
Thanks for the dice, Will. Mm-hmm. No Seven. <laughs> Seven? Not bad. It goes It goes maybe 15 feet in front of you and plops back down, and the light nice. goes bad. another. Uh, so 30 feet and 30 feet, is that what it does? 30 feet of bright, 30 uh, feet of dim? Yeah, it's it's 20 feet of bright. Oh, and sorry. 20, feet of dim. 20 and 20. Uh, so it goes out and then continues on for another 40 feet, you can see. Um, at the edge of the light, there is something. It looks like a small metal container uh, setting crooked in the water. Uh, what looks to be rust or uh, moss growing on one side of it uh, from the constant kind of like ebb and flow of the water. Uh, and there is what looks to be a, a pile of gray stone that's kind of uh, in the top of it, almost like a container filled with rock uh, on the very edge there. There's something down here. Do you want... Uh, like a bodyguard to keep. I would safe. not mind company at this point. In time. Wait, wait, are we doing this, or do no. you still want me to come up and take a nap? This thing's been down can, here for a long we, time. I, I should come up and take a nap. Yeah, can we nap? Agree. Yeah, can I get up there with my wings in this period? Well, we could nap in uh, here. Well, at that point, tonight. waiting for all the uh, waiting for all the uh, stuff, like the wings have, because it's only a minute. The wings have faded. Hmm. <laughs> can we find a point to tie off a rope? Easy enough that you can just ask to anchor. Yeah. yeah, just anchor. easy enough. Toss down. All right. All right, sweet. How long is that rope? Uh, I mean, we climbed like a 200. But thing. you linked it to a yeah. bunch yeah. of stuff. I think, it's, it? I think it's 60 by itself. Yeah, 60 foot long silk rope. Easy enough. It can reach the bottom, no issue. Perfectly, actually. Yeah, <laughs> almost perfectly. <laughs> almost <laughs> everything but the Just, just, <laughs> just <laughs> on the edge. Uh, yeah. All right, the rope is tossed down to you. Okay, so how does that work? You climb up. Oh, we could uh, just hold on to it, and then can we command it to uh, command coil? Uh, it does whatever I don't want. think it can pull people. I thought I can just like go up. Go towards a destination and yes. moves ten feet on your turn on your first command. Ten feet on each turn. You can tell it to fasten itself securely to an object or unfasten itself. Yeah, I don't oh. think it like coils and like lit. It's not like it can pull people up. I thought it was like up. more of like an escalator. I, it, no, it literally just you can tell carry. it. You can like hold it and go uh, up there, please, and it'll like, and it'll yourself, hook up there, and then you can use it to climb. Oh, it's not like you grab it and go up and it goes up. That oh. is rope trick, which is a magic uh, spell. How far is it from the? How far is the rope from the box? From the box? Yeah, it's right behind you. Maybe about. You know, ten ropes behind me. The yeah, because the the wall is behind you. You just kind of oh. glided down. Um, actually, it'd be further, a little further back from you because you did glide down in a direction. Yeah. So you're like you're maybe between, yeah, it's yeah a little bit. Can I? If he starts going in that direction, I'm going down. Sure, if you I'm want to. Not that he cannot wait down for alone. Wait, what are we doing? I'll be up in just a sec. No, guys, oh. please. Well, I don't want him to just die. I'm gonna go Seth. inspect the box. Okay. There's a box. Okay. He's walking. Around oh there. yeah, he's, no, no there's a box down here. Because I it's respect, it's got rocks. I Are you going down? Respect the lives of these draconians that sure. have been you with for so long. I'm going down to protect. Okay. You slide down. Um, as he's sliding down, you approach the box. So you need to roll. Oh, um, you can see as you oh, as you walk over, you pick up the light and walk the additional few feet. Um, you arrive uh, at the box, and as the light touches it and begins to extend even further, you can see there's more boxes. Some larger, some smaller. Um, this whole area actually is dug. You can see the water is pooling because the water is bubbling out of this. It's like a spring. And it's because 
the water, the stone floor has been dug into maybe about 30 or 40 feet deep, uh, the water immediately becoming this kind of large, maybe 50 to 60 foot kind of pool area. Uh, and you can see containers scattered around the edge of this kind of crater now. Uh, all just kind of mishmash around there. All of it very old and very unused. And the other thing you can see is about four or five metallic bodies strewn across the edge of this crater. Some barely perceivable in the ankle-deep water, others propped up and leaning against uh, stalagmites on the ground. And one in particular, mostly intact save for no uh, nothing below the torso, is resting with one of its arms kind of hooked over a, a protrusion in a stalagmite, uh, rests just above the water with a couple of wires that dangle just at the edge of the water. This thing looks like it has almost like a rib cage made of metal with two arms uh, with a very large kind of flat disc-like head with two what looks to be blue gems that were set into uh, the front of it. I describe all of that. I mean, I can see this stuff right As you come, if you come down and get towards him, yes, you, this will all come into view for you. All right, uh, I start seeing everyone else going down. Okay, like, well, so now well, we just two have uh, gone down, so. We should Only come back. I don't Peer pressure. Uh, go back up. I'll just stay up can, then. What, can I examine the box more closely? Like, no. what's in the box? The one that's right yeah. in front of you, it's a metal container that looks to be full of stone, natural stone from this area. Um, make a perception check for me. Okay. Sorry, guys. Seven. Uh, what is your actually? What is your passive? Because you wouldn't be actively looking for this. Fifteen. Fifteen's enough. Uh, you can see there is the stone around here came from whatever this crater is, and there is still something down there. Hard to tell with the red glow of the stone uh, and the darkness all around, but there does appear to be some sort of natural light source down in that crater. Very, very hard to see. Uh, imagine, like, a, the smallest of a glow stick that had been thrown into dark water. You can just see something, but with the kind of ebb and flow of the water as it kind of ripples out, it's hard to make out what it is. But there is something down there. What do you think? You see that light? Yes, so there's this cool thing called we are all so close to death, and I think we should sleep and rest, <laughs> and then we can come down here and we can look at the funny uh, magic rock whenever we're all ready, because if those things come alive, we're not going to survive. Those are four big metal automaton-looking creatures, and... Uh, we barely were able to, you know, survive fighting two things that were like half metal, and those things are full metal. So, <laughs> it would be cool if we went up and slept, maybe next to, like, where the rope is, so we can immediately come back down and go in and, you know, check it out. All right, but we're already down here, and there doesn't seem to be anything happening. Hi, Safe. He's, uh, can you go, home? like, mess with the half guy? Just check on him. Check you want to go take a look at him? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh. As you, as you move back? closer. Can I hold him back? He only takes a few him. steps. Okay. Um, it's okay. about maybe 20 feet in front of you guys, off to the side. <laughs> the crater's crazy. off to your left a little bit, so you don't have to walk through the crater. It's off to the side here. Uh, maybe about 30-ish feet in front of you is the one that's kind of hanging on the edge of the water. As you walk forward, your feet are obviously splashing in the water, rippling out. Um, as that happens, 
you see a ripple hits the bottom torso of this automaton. And as it does, there's a little spark. And as that happens, you hear a sound. The blue flashes in its eyes and it goes, it must finish the mission before it hauls itself up and into the water splashes and goes quiet. Well, see, they, these can't do anything anymore. They just fizzle and flop. Are the other the ones full bodies? Uh, you haven't, you're not close enough to see what they are. You can just see them kind of sticking up and weird. Uh, one is kind of draped over the edge of the crater, kind of barely above the water. Um, another is fully submerged into the crater. Um, and a third looks to be kind of like, does it look like a full one? But it's hard to tell because it's kind of in a pile. How about this? If I light the torch and we kind of give a glance at everything down here. That would, I mean. And then after that, we'll go up. Michael and Rock's still Okay. Down. You're just throwing rocks. We'll go up. No, throwing rocks are still there. Just if chilling. you don't, I just will chill. carry you up. <laughs> I will tie you to I'd like back. to see you try. And, then, and then he realizes he, he can probably do it. Probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. He um, <laughs> and he ate lion. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Thank you for humoring me. I'm really not concerned. Does he... Is there any... Rec- does Zeph have any recognition of any of these... Be- this... These... Make mod- a history check. Okay. Finally, jeez. <laughs> with my one stat with a minus, that's good. Twelve. Twelve. Uh, I mean, they look like automatons. You've seen them before. But, but he doesn't recognize them from his history, from his past. Not that you can think off the top of your head. Um, I mean, and the one that flopped in the... Facility, so. The one... This is great down here, guys. Um, we're fine. It's very interesting stuff. Glyph, mm-hmm. don't... I'm, I can feel you looking at me. With your side eye. Stop it. <laughs> what, do you have something to say? Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to pull this card this early, but uh, you don't really even know what your body does, so you can't do what Ziff would do and just throw it at things. <laughs> well, you can still call me Zeph. Like, you don't have to refer to my previous life as, like, you know... So I'm here. Alright, uh, so current Ziff, old Ziff had a body that was more uh, resistant to damage and issues and was more aware of it. You don't know that. Can I pick him up? None of us know that. Just like, under the shoulders like a child. Try to pick up Ziff. I mean, he's full grown. He's not not small. He's just weak and low level. So physically, he's He's still the same. Um, He's a newborn. No. As they're having this banter back and forth, uh, the uh, half-form robot uh, in the water kind of twitches again. Another spark flies off it as it rolls up and pitches itself up out of the water. Um, You can hear the garbled uh, words of its voice as it comes back. Must continue. As it, like, begins to scoot itself forward, and you see it picks up a small stone off the ground and lifts it into a container and drops it in before going over. See, they're harmless. Okay. okay, let's look at the rest of the. Let's just d- do a little more scoping. Out. I'm, let me tell everyone what's happening. Okay. Hello, as it sees you and waves. Oh. Status, oh. status report. I'm doing very well, and yourself. I am very well. Thank you. What is your mission? The automaton kind of stops for a second. Is it? 
<laughs> My mission was to retrieve artifacts from the stone for the master. The master. Uh, Emeraldi. Correct. Hey, guys, these are Emeraldi's uh, automatons. We're all good. I don't think that's the conclusion to draw, mate. Didn't you, weren't you killed by Emeraldi's automatons? I have. What? I'm feeling these things aren't going to be hostile. <laughs> yeah, I agree with him. They don't seem hostile at all. This one's really nice. Mission. What was your name? <laughs> My name is Designation 1 2. You can call me 12. Alright, 12. Um, should we find your legs? That is unnecessary. My legs were destroyed. Ooh, how? That they were destroyed while extracting the material by um an aggressive force or just like an industrial accident. This material is highly volatile, thus causing damage. Like explosions. Negative. The material possesses some form of old magic, which causes malfunction to my programming. With the, the bionics and the creatures. What? Oh. Well, uh, you know how we figured out that uh, the, the crystals weren't compatible with the uh, early... Draconic ordinance. Oh yeah, the, the because he tried to put the stones in them, and they were like over time it was flesh. like malfunctioning, yeah. and so it eventually just became full <laughs> flesh. <clears throat> All right, so the crystals can damage automatons and other artificially moving creatures. The compatibility of the crystals seems to interfere with programming. Huh. Are you guys getting all this? I can barely hear you. Yeah, you're going to have to write this down, mate. Can't really hear much. The automatons are extracting the crystals, but sometimes the crystals can cause malfunctions with the automatons programming. Okay, ask, ask him what kind of <coughs> malfunctions we're dealing with. Can I check through one of the like boxes nearest to us to try mm-hmm. to find one of the crystals that we've seen before? Uh, yeah, make a quick investigation check for me. No, oh, so now you're investigating yes. the scary oh, I thought you were picking him up and crystal. taking him out of there. That'll be good. Okay. 21. 21. Uh, there are none in these boxes that you can see. Most of this is just rubble and oh. stone. You're looking for the crystals? Yes, to find more is that it? we could possibly use for other things. Do you think that light down there is more? Uh, I think that is like the, the pure substance. I don't think we should touch that in our current state. What? Hey, uh, 12. <laughs> What's the light down there? <laughs> that is more of material requested by Emeraldi. Hmm. Can you go pick it up for us? <laughs> Unfortunately, my mobility is severely limited due to the fact that my legs are... Hey, Glyph, could you come fix some automatons? 
Wait, so... Do you want me to come down there, fix an automaton of indiscriminate age uh, that could possibly malfunction at any moment yeah. with us in a very vulnerable state? Uh-huh. Oh, wait, are you done? Wait, I mean... The way you ended the last word with that... Lilt, it didn't sound like the end of the question. Oh, yeah, because I had more parameters to put on it. Okay. Uh, with other things down there yeah. that we also don't know about. Mm hmm. And also skulking creatures around that could potentially jump on us as well. Hey, there are no skulk skulking creatures down here, are there? Say no. There could be skulking creatures down here. Thank you very much. I feel like it's a bad idea right now. So, wait. Get up here, dumbass. <laughs> Get Wait, up. who is that? Uh, it's my friend, Estefan. Estefan, speak Estefan. up. Estefan. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we could explore around here a little bit more. Nope. I'm going to try to... Like arm around him, and I'm just trying to drag him back towards the road. It's a contested uh, strength make check. Make it. You make a contested strength check. Sorry, Are you I resisting? Yeah. Sure. Don't make a contested strength. Gosh, check. dang it! <laughs> Be oh, better. Beat him with his own dice. What'd you roll your four? Six. It's it's a very box. just like. Eh. Uh, it's kind of a kind of an yeah, awkward quiet. struggle, yeah, but. Uh, Wait, uh, why? Uh, what are you doing? We need to go back up. Why? Because this is dangerous. Do you want me to leave you down here and then you possibly die? Uh, no. Then let's go. We'll come back later. What? Oh. We have time. Hey, 12. <laughs> yes. Is there anything really interesting down here that I might want to check out before they, I let this guy take me up? I don't think you have to. I'm Emeraldi's friend. Child. You Child. are draconian. Yeah, you got it. You know who are. All right. Of course. It, it is odd, though. Your designation does not match your essence. Mm, right. Um. Just got killed and then emergency put into um, an undesignated... Well, an... an was it? I don't know. A new body. A reverse C-section. Can I make a perception <coughs> check real quick to see if I can see what the heck is going on down there? Uh, not hard to see. I mean, it's not super far away. Uh, and there is, they do have light down there, so you can see them interacting right. with this little guy. Are you 44 or 81? Ooh. Uh, which, 79. Which, which, no, which body are you in? Oh. Uh, 21. 21, yeah. You can see them talking to this uh, little automaton. Do I see anything uh, out, of, like, right. out of source? On the right. No, it's a little... Uh, think of the... You remember the... Robot from Treasure Planet. Okay. Think of mm -hmm. half the upper half of that thing, like stuck in the water, no mouth. Yeah. Uh, but it is like it's it's garbled, like voices trying to like talk. But it's it's wasty. Well, not wasty, but it's in the water, uh, supported kind of like by its forearms, and you can see like the wires inside it spark and fizzle every once in a while. So it like stops and then restarts itself mm -hmm. and keeps talking. Um, really but it doesn't see. Nothing else is going on. There's no other activations. Nothing, nothing else is going on. It's just talking to... Uh, it's just talking to Zeph. Okay. So. Um, yeah, he tells you that it was. it's odd. Yeah, um, so originally I was designation 79. Now 
designation it means 79. Yep. Zephyr. You got it. That's who I'm, I am, yeah. So is there anything interesting, anything I might want to... Look, this guy's trying to get me out of here real quick. He's going to take a nap. You are free to leave. My mission was to extract material. However, I fear my lack of mobility will prevent me from continuing. And my short circuiting will most likely end in my permanent destruction. Shall we try to fix you? Bring him back up. I mean, I don't know how I'm going to do that. My programming will allow it. Great. Uh, can I hear what's... Yeah, everyone can see it. It's just, it's they're just talking. <laughs> Imagine you're on, like, the second level of a mall and you're looking down and seeing people talking. It's, like, it's kind of what you're seeing. How far down is it? 60 uh, feet. They are... They're closer to 90 feet away from you all. Yeah. It's, like, down and over. All right. It's uh, down and out. Can I climb down there? Sure. Easy enough to do. I'm going to climb down there, and I'm going to go over, uh, and I'm going to try to look and see about getting the automaton, picking it up, maybe carrying it on my back. Uh, yeah, if you so want to, yeah. You walk over. Bring it with us. Yeah, you walk over and go. Oh, thanks so much. That it, was going to be it a looks lot harder for me. Hello. My name is 12. Name's Thorgrin. Nice to meet you. Hey, Thorgrin, could you help what, get him up there? Okay. Oh, nice. Okay. Easy enough to do. Again, it's not very big. Uh, uh, and it's relatively oh. light. So it picks up. And, Whoa! and then it just kind of hangs in your arms. Every once in a while, just kind of like a spark. Of, and it re- just reactivates. The blue. The only indicator is that the blue lights flash on and then shut off. Uh, and that's about all it does. But, yeah, right. you can pick it up. Easy enough. All right, I'll pick it up. And we then could start trying to climb back up. Yeah, easy enough to do. Everyone can make their way back to the rope, climb up. Easy enough. Everyone's back up at the top with a new yeah. little compatriot. Everyone, mate 12. Hello. You'll need your work eventually. Oh, yeah, fish you uh, off. Hi, mate. I'll fix you at some point. Uh, yeah, not make it quick. He's kind of concerned about short circuits completely. Hey, what if we uh, rig him up to pothole and then he has like a top half? Nope, that's actually the worst idea. I'm not going <laughs> to Well, is anybody out of pothole? Do you want to be a conjoined twin? <laughs> <laughs> I told, I told her as much. You don't You don't need to go into as much detail. I told her you don't need to. Yeah. He seems kind of open to it. Let's start, it's not naughty. Let's start walking. Let's start trying to find a way out here. Oh, and yeah, it's up if there. If you want, you can just kind of follow behind me and then maybe do a little bit of analysis Look, on it while, think, we're, while we're walking and trying to get out here. That way we're not staying put. Away, don't necessarily lose a fella. You know, I tell you what, I'll do that, uh, but I feel like you're grossly overestimating my ability to literally whistle while I work. Uh, <laughs> usually, when you're working on things, you need like a workstation, maybe a little bit of quiet, a little bit of, you know, peace. That's fine. I just meant more on the lines of you don't necessarily have to fix it, but no, just do an analysis to make sure that this isn't something that we have to actually handle right now. Make an intelligence check you using your proficiency. Just check to make sure it's not something that's... Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, there's definitely some wiring issues going on with this thing. Uh, it's probably the the water that is activating the currents causing it to like reboot itself for a while. Cool. But it's not connected to a direct power source. Um, and it, so it's basically just running on like 
um, uh, you know those like shake flashlights. Mm-hmm. Like they'll run for a second, but you gotta shake okay. them every. You can I see a capacitor in there? Can I see what his capacitor is or what it looks like? Do uh, I tell where very the power's sim- coming from? Uh, very similar idea to uh, Brassland automatons, where there seems to be a, a source of power in, in their chest. Um, obviously, this one is more like a hollow rib cage, so there's not really a lot of goings on in there. But there does seem to be some sort of a brass plate uh, covering about hand's breadth on the front of its chest, uh, bolted in place. You would assume there's probably some sort of uh, something inside there that would cause it to uh, generate. Okay. Uh, I can mess with him in a bit, but I'm not going to solder while he's on your back and we're that, walking that's, in that That's fine, just as long as you know, we're not going to lose the lad whenever we're I mean, working I, I, our way out. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, is if whatever this is, um, MRLD clearly couldn't go and get it out himself. He had to have automatons do it. So I don't I mean, know that, that we can. Ne- I don't know that we can necessarily go out there and touch it. It's so true. if we decide we want it, it might be nice. Plus, you never know. Having an automaton yeah. following us around might be handy. I mean, we can get him fixed. And yeah. it was very nice to meet him, and we wouldn't want him to expire because that would be sad for him. I am so sorry about them. Do you have feelings? No, no problem. Also, I do not have capacity to. We might feel. have a limited time with this. That's sad. Because of trappers. Because I, I would assume well, they were going to be coming here because of the other group. Uh, well, because of Balefire yeah. uh, just blowing it, blowing up. So hey, uh, well, this might be real question. Uh, can you whistle? What do you mean? We can do the thing where you whistle with your tongue. All right, because I was wondering, like the shape of the, the snout. It's right there. You do have like. You have skins. You could yeah, but I've got, I come to a snap. It's not like yeah. That's what I'm trying to lips. think. Like how would it? <laughs> he just goes. Every once in a while, you'll catch like a faint whistle, like a kind of like a that, lisp that's whistle. Just, yeah, that's, 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 that's it. That's it. Just you catch it. You sound like a snake. <laughs> All right, that's gonna piss me off if you keep doing that. I'm sorry. Okay, it's fine. Oh, yep, right. moving on. Uh, oh, I'll fix some oh, later. Oh, look, we're up in the sunshine. That oh. was a nice short trip. Also, as a note, <laughs> um, you you wouldn't have to worry about trappers. You are still on the other side. I know, of but the... there were trappers already over here mm-hmm. on a covert mission, so we could. But you don't know too. why they were here. I know. You just know that it's and Thulgren did mention this. It they should not have been because again, the treaty does not allow cross contamination. So yeah, I know, but. I think... I, just, I just put it out there. It's common knowledge they shouldn't military. have been, and you don't know, you don't really know why they were. So yeah. you can't really uh, safely assume. Not that anyone's going to call us out on that on Twitter. So that they we would have read it. Yes, we do have read it actually. R slash Wild Magic Pod. Oh yeah, yeah gosh. Since they all vanished and yeah. all gone, then they would assume that they were attacked, and therefore, possibly might send. Reports. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what that the just who knows what the trappers are up to? Aramur's thoughts. Sure, absolutely. Um, okay, making your way uh, along the footpath here. It is a little precarious in points. It's not designed to be traveled by uh, a large group. So I will say I need. Uh, it's just general dexterity from everybody as you guys walk up this. Path. Oh, dude, I'm sick of that. Gen Dex? Just a check. Straight check. Using whatever you Ooh, want to use. Uh, if anybody's got inspiration or guidance that they want to Im- impart on this, they're more than welcome to. Nice. Of course, that's where I get the natural one. Someone, <laughs> someone inspire me. <laughs> <laughs> guidance. 
You want guidance? A D4 to his roll. I don't know. That would really help. Four. Four to the roll. Okay. Four. Uh, Kenneth. 22. 22. Uh, Lucius. Oh, sorry, 14. 14. 15. Petrol 20. Ooh. Nice. 14. 14. 15. 15. 9. 9. Not great. However, the nat 20 does help with that. Um, yeah, it's just a group It's a group check. Uh, it's a bit precarious at moments, uh, and your new bodies are definitely a little more difficult to navigate with. But nevertheless, you uh, finesse your way through this tunnel. Traveling for another, uh, it's about an hour. Uh, you get to the far end of the cavern, and true to the bat's word, there is what looks to be a slight, uh, about 20-foot uh, scale up into what looks to be a small uh, cavernous hole that leads up to another area. Climbing up, that is no issue. You have the rope that can do so. Um, and traveling for, uh, again, another 30 minutes or so, uh, you stumble out into darkness, but open skies in a deep, dense forest area. And it will kiss the ground. Absolutely. It's so poopy. Uh, Glitch's going to look around real quick. Sure. Uh, perception check. Make a perception uh, check. I'd like to find... Uh, that's going to be 70. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, maybe even more than that. Uh, I'm kind of just looking around. Uh, 20, sorry. Uh, yeah. For a spot where we can kind of bed down... This area is very densely populated with vegetation. Um, it doesn't look like it's well-traveled. It looks like this is a... Think of, like, in deep in the forest, like a big old cavernous hole in the ground oh, okay, okay. Uh, that you guys have stumbled out of. Um, but you're on a, kind of a op- open, grassy area with, again, dense foliage kind of covering over uh, to the point where even the moon is kind of hard to see, even though it is almost full at this point, uh, breaking through the uh, canopy above. But, yeah, it's completely... It, you feel very safe here. Hey, you guys want to get a fire going and maybe take some shifts? Yeah. Yes. Sounds good. Sounds great. Get first sleep in a long time. Right. Uh, I'll look at, uh, I'll take first watch, I'll look at our friend here. But someone else is going to have to be watching the cave. I'll watch the cave. Okay. Okay, either way. Okay. Yeah. All right, so betting down, let's go ahead and do a couple quick perception shift checks and we'll go, we'll, we'll. we'll uh, so I'm not even going to roll perception. Sure. I'm just messing with automaton. Okay, how long are you going to do that? Probably the full length of watch. Okay. Because the thought was, uh, me and Matt are taking watch. Okay. And I just like. So you're gonna work. He's gonna watch. Yeah, I told okay. him from jump. So, like I'm not paying attention to anything first watch. This thing. Thilgren, go ahead and roll your perception check, please. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Nice. Your watch passes by first couple hours, no issue. During it, go ahead and you go ahead and make your tinkering check to work on the automaton. Uh, Using your dexterity plus proficiency. 24. 24. You are able to, and I will say this, you are able to basically reroute his circuitry to give him kind of perpetual power for a brief period of time. He needs a power source in order to like keep that power going, but it won't he won't it will not continue to short circuit. However, you do see that a lot of the internal workings of this automaton are very and it has power down at this point, it's no longer responsive. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is very uh uh, very fragile and it uh, over over wear and tear and use of time. Um, so you gather the next time you can power it on. There's a very slight chance, maybe a dice roll chance, hmm. that it could it could fully short circuit and no longer be functional. So uh, it's now on a on a basically a, a time clock for how long this thing will actually stay alive. Okay. Um, not I mean, any fault of yours. Without just finding like a it's it's ancient. Source. It's ancient technology it's very old technology it's not 
like new automatons. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not. It's basically trying to like re like rewire an old TV or radio. Like you can do it, but with so, new, with all the new technology, it'll probably overload it and since do whatever. Like you know, yeah, I'm making some it. mental notes. I have the circuit board, yep. the work apron, and everything. Yep. So I'm I haven't messed with it yet, but I'm trying to figure out if those things can coexist. Possibly. Okay. It'll take more work and some more tools, but yeah, you could probably do it. You're not near a workbench, so it's definitely a little more. Yeah. It's like in the game. You ain't got to get to the workbench before you can do exactly. some cool upgrades. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the first watch passed without an issue. Second watch is okay. Lucius and Zeph. Uh, Lucius casts wireless battery on the... Wireless battery? Yeah, wireless Lovely. battery. Oh, that's a Perfect. Thing. You have a yeah. spell called wireless battery yes. legitimately? Yeah, of course. Yeah, why not? For sure. You never tell me a lot. All right. Oh, wow. That was almost really shit. Uh, 25. 25. Good. Nine. Nine. Um, Lucius, you look out into the night. Nothing seems to happen. The night is uh, fairly quiet. There are sounds of creatures moving about in the forest, but nothing uh, comes close. Uh, Zeph, you spend a little bit of time getting lost in the glow of the very bright moon. Brighter than you've ever seen it before. And you begin to feel this very just kind of peaceful, like, thrum of just life around you. Like, the the forest becomes more alive than you've ever been able to, like, grasp. And it's odd because it's like, it comes naturally but unnaturally to you because you don't, you can't fully comprehend. But almost as if your body is tuned into it far more than you could ever be. And being the dive, eyes closed, head first into life that you've always been, that really you were created to be. You kind of lean into that and wonder what other interesting things you could discover. You have unlocked the circle of the moon. Oh, yes. Okay. Next, uh, square of the Next watch is oh. going to be Armir. Kenneth. Yeah, go ahead and roll your perception, perception oh. checks, please. Ooh. Ooh, I don't know what that is. Oh, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's Sigla. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, 13. 13. <laughs> uh, you two, it is late in the night or very early morning. The kind of. It's getting warm, and, like, the humidity of the air kind of makes it hard to really focus. Um, You catch, at different times, uh, jerking awake near the very, like, low-embered fire. Um, But nothing happens. Nothing changes. You definitely... But, uh, again, the fire is very low. It's merely embers casting a few uh, feet of light around you. But you wake up again in kind of, like, the sticky humidity of this forest. The sounds of uh, creatures calling and... and, uh, Droning through the night, the moon has now passed over the canopy and has now caused a much deeper dark around you. Um, but there are no sounds that alert you. Your watch passes without issue, um, which will bring it to the end of the because it's only three watches. Yeah. As that's happening, TBD, you begin to dream. You dream in a mind and in a body very different from your own, as a strange large beast kind of caws and hollers in the background sounding very much like a train horn. Good God. (laughs) I don't know if you can hear that, but I apologize if you can hear it. Um, But as you dream, your mind goes back to other times in your life. 
a moment in your life when you knew beyond the shadow of a doubt that something was different. Back at the monastery. A time when you were told you were set for greater things. You were blessed with a mission. You were put through rigorous trials and came out the other side no longer the scared boy with no past, but now set on a mission. One that you never fully comprehended even at that young age, but knew was part of your life and would lead you on a path, a path that led you across many lands, some familiar, some unknown, through dark, through dark jungles, rasping sands, freezing peaks, all the way up to the day you were captured by some pirates and pulled into a port in the Brasslands. All that time you always had the mark on your hand. Not quite sure where it came from, but knew that after the trials it was there. It was always there. A stark reminder. And as you dream, as you sleep, you can almost see your body curled up next to the fire. This strange new gleaming emerald form that you're not used to. And you watch as it rolls over and kind of curls its hands next to its head. Another symbol, very similar, on its hand. And as that hand kind of opens up and kind of stretches, on the other side, the same symbol. And then across the body, almost imperceptible, unless you were looking for it, like patterns in chaos, you can see that symbol dotting other parts of the scales. And in your mind, you understand. While different, you are still the same. And maybe you can use that to your advantage. This new body may be different, but it also unlocks something in your mind that you weren't able to see before. The symbol on your hand, it's a rune. A rune from an ancient language. Draconian language. Suddenly it clicks in your mind. And runes begin to appear in your mind's eye. Abilities, powers that you were tapping into based on memory alone are now open to you through the magic of these runic symbols. It's possible. It could be of use to you. You have unlocked... Rune Knight. Or no, what is it? Psy Warrior. Yep. Psionic Warrior. That sounds sweet. Oh my shit. That sounds really cool. As a new as a new body is now bequeathed to you. The mind is the same. And now with the abilities of the Draconians, much more powerful than it was before. Ooh. Everyone takes their long rest. And as you wake up in the early morning light, a gruesome scene greets you. No. Sprawled out, 40 feet around the entirety of your camp. 30, 40, 50 corpses lay scattered on the ground. Forest creatures. A deer, a ram, an owl, a bird. Mostly... Glow skinks. 
The three foot long electric lizards that you fought before finding Vikfron are all over the campground, dismembered, disembodied, disemboweled. The blood now catching the morning heat, beginning to give off this sickly smell that you didn't catch in the night. And laying right next to the heads of Glyph and Zeph, one glow skink, its head smashed in, a crude knife stabbed into its head, and attached to the knife, a note. You want me to read it? Uh, it's two-sided, so there may be... Okay. Uh, yeah, I figured out which side's yeah. first. Um, so, I uh, see so you survived. Uh, I'll wake everybody up. Yeah, everyone's awake yeah, at this point. Okay. They, uh, you're, yeah, everyone's greeted by this. this. Okay. What the frick? I didn't see this last night. Uh, all right, so, I see you've survived the horrors of the pit. You've proven to be harder to kill than I thought. I wanted to bring us back together. I wanted to rebuild our race to make us more than a soldier, more than an experiment. Emeraldi began this mission by making us better than other creatures, but he grew safe and showed weakness when he chose to hide us away instead of showing the world what we really are, a superior species. (coughs) We could have changed the world together. We could have taken what our master started and made us gods among men. But you made your choice... You took our sacred vessels and tainted them with inferior blood. Worse, you sided with the weak, and the weak must be culled. The blood of these creatures is on your hands. The blood that will be spilt is on your hands. I will not fail in my mission. I will be stronger, I will be better, and I will destroy those who dare to defy me. Who do you think wrote that? Mate, I, I think it's pretty over the plate. <laughs> there's a lot of context clues. But <laughs> there's no signature. There is... There's a signature all around us. There is a paper that is quite burnt on the edges. Oh, that's the signature. That was just a joke. It was a very grim letter. I thought I'd lighten the mood. Yeah, mate, I think the mood should be what it is. I feel like we've kind of got to stop this guy. As the gravity of your situation falls on you and you try to figure out what you're going to do next... We'll go ahead and close tonight's episode and pick up next time with the new information, Mm -hmm. new location, and whatever you guys decide to do next laid out before you. Uh, And congratulations to uh, Zef and TBD. You are now level four. You guys yeah. made it to level four. Uh, congratulations. You can go ahead and do those adjustments. Uh, thank that. you guys so much for playing. <laughs> Such an exhilarating game. Uh, I loved it. Thank you yeah, guys so much awesome. for listening. Uh, we'll go ahead and end that tonight. Uh, you guys rock. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Wild Magic School Bus. I hope you had as much fun listening as we did making this for you. You can catch new episodes each Monday on whatever podcasting platform you use. And while you're there, leave us a review if you want. It actually helps us out. We've got socials, too. You can follow us on Reddit at r slash wildmagicschoolbus, send us a subtweet at wildmagicschoolbuspod, or follow our Instagram at wildmagicpod. Either way, stop by and say hi. We're always happy to meet new friends. See you next time.
password. <laughs> so one of the things I hate about iPhones is that uh, it will force update your phone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it wants to. Mm-hmm. So well, I did it last night and didn't turn my phone back on. <clears throat> so I woke up ten till seven. The shop's supposed to be open at seven. Like, so basically, I got the shop completely and fully opened up by like seven thirty, which is like an hour and a half after yeah. it's supposed to be open. So that was stressful. I woke up in a panic. Get to the day, and I need to go to the shop where I have all my uh, printing stuff so that I can pick up some uh, box of things that I printed and take it to a customer. Mm-hmm. I get there and grab the box, go out to the car, shut the door, and as I shut the, car, the door, I realize my, my keys are in there. Mm-hmm. And the only person that has keys to that shop is uh, Johnny. In Winnebago? Yep. And he, well, luckily enough, he wasn't in Winnebago, but he was still out in Blue Springs and had a meeting at 4 o'clock. So I basically called the guy. He had to come pick up the merch from me, which is fine. He was he's was it the pop golf guy? No, it was the uh, uh, Lulu's. Hmm. Oh, tiny noodles. Oh, the yeah. tiny noodles. Yeah, I, like um, it. I printed their aprons. What? Nice. Cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, that's very cool. I love Lulu's. So then after that, I call Brandon. Brandon I'm wearing comes Lulu's to pick right me now. up. I hang out what? there for a little bit until Johnny Lemons. can get done with his meeting and come Lemons. back and pick me up. Gets there, takes Nelly back there. We get it open and stuff. I get my box or get my keys and stuff. We I was hoping you were saying your keys were in your pocket. No, we go to leave. That's I don't know whether it followed me into the car or if it was already in the car or not. But as soon as I sit down, I'm like, ow, ow, ow! I start screaming stuff and I lift up my shirt and a freaking wasp flies oh, out of my shirt. I have to open up the door and wasp. Stung the crud out of me. They're the worst. Dude, wasps are absolute bitches. And it hurt. They're so it, bad. Oh my gosh, dude. So, no, it's not been the greatest day in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm here and I'm gonna play some DD and it's gonna be freaking full. He's gonna play some DD! Wow! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.